Hey everyone, my name is Tommy Comfort and you are listening to the Tommy Comforts podcast. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be exploring the theme of emotional purity. We're going to be looking at topics such as Christian girls and crushes, taking thoughts captive, stewarding singleness, and finally, he likes me, now what? Again, I am joined by two of my really good friends, Caitlin of Kingdom Ambassadors. Hi, everyone. And Gloria of Destiny Awaits. Hey. So this is a bonus um, episode that we've chosen to do for you called He Likes Me, Now What? We're going to be exploring what to do when a guy shows interest, how to relate to him, whether you like him or maybe you actually don't like him that much. So ladies, let's start off with when a guy likes you mm-hmm. and you're not really feeling them like that. I think Caitlin has a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> don't you, Caitlin? <laughs> Um, when a guy approaches you or lets his intentions be known, I think it's really important that your response is given in love. Because at the end of the day, although he may be interested, he's still going to be a brother in the faith. And you may still have to interact with him, be around him. And you just don't want for that relationship to be awkward or dishonourable in any way. So I would say, yeah, with any response that you give, um, just let your words be gracious and let them be seasoned with salt so this is to ensure that it's not awkward but I would say from my personal experience that it's really important that when you do give a response that says that you're not interested to be very very clear um sometimes guys can be very persistent or they will not translate what you are saying the way that you intended so it's really important that if he does express interest and you are not interested back you are very clear about that even if it may seem a little bit harsh or other people may laugh about it later you have to make sure that with whatever you've said you've made sure that the guy understands that it's not going anywhere you don't feel the same way and it never will go anywhere yeah I think I think it's so important to be clear because in my experience there was a time when a guy showed interest and I said to him I was too scared to say to him like I'm not interested Mm -hmm. so I said to him like ask me again a year's time um, if you still like me in a year's time sort of ask me again and I kind of thought that that would shut it down in my mind I was like no one is really going to like me for a whole year lo and behold (laughs) exactly a year's time this guy was back and was like well it's been a year I still have the same feelings and that kind of experience showed me that no I have to be very clear um, because the whole year I've allowed him to keep thinking and wondering and saying okay if I can just wait out if I can just wait out she'll finally say yes when what I really wanted to say was no so let your yes be yes and let your no be a very clear no yeah I think it's about being honest um if you honestly cannot see yourself with this person maybe he's not where he needs to be with his walk with Christ or God is just clearly telling you this is not the person I have for you this is not the person that I would like you to be in courtship with I think it's being honest and accepting that um sometimes you get situations where you might have liked the guy back a bit but you know that this is not the person that you need to pursue a relationship with it's about being honest and in as much as you can feel sorry for them or feel bad that you're going to say no the truth is like Tommy said and Caitlin said you have to do what's necessary and you have to make it very clear because as we know boys in the world and boys in Christ sometimes they don't get the memo Um, and oftentimes it's because women we like to 
we will decline you but maybe in a nice way we'll decline you while like rubbing your shoulder as well and yeah. oftentimes guys will see it as oh but she rubbed my shoulder when she said no so maybe there's still a chance for me so just making it really clear and like Caitlin said just making it clear but seizing your words with, with salt obviously. yeah and something else to not do is sometimes females can keep these guys around for mm. days when you need attention for yeah. days when you know you've had a long day you need that someone to just comfort you for that day so you just keep them around and that is so wrong um that is not how you should be treating a brother in christ and if the shoes were on the other foot you would say well that guy was leading me along that guy was wrong well you doing it as well is wrong yeah. be very intentional about every single friendship that you have whether that is with males and whether that is, that is with females so if this guy has told you where his intents are it is your responsibility to even help him guard his, his heart and his mind by just not engaging in too much conversation with him by just not maybe even not being in the same environment as him all the time. If you guys used to go out all the time, actually saying to him, maybe this will be a good time for us to cut down those lunches or brunches that we usually go to. Because it's so important that we're guarding their hearts. Yeah, and I think something else that is really important is that, especially in a situation where you don't like the guy back and you're responding, expressing that you're not interested, is to make sure that everything you do around that time period or in relation to him is honourable. So the example that I thought of in my head is how easy it is for a guy to approach you and tell you he's interested in you and then for you to shut him down and then go laugh about it with your sisters. It's really easy for you to jump to every sister in your church and be like, oh my gosh, did you know so-and-so moved to me or he Mm. came up to me and he approached me? And we'll disguise it in the form of accountability when really we're just embarrassing him. Mm. Really, we're doing it from the wrong motive to be able to have a good laugh or to just pop ourselves up to say that somebody actually wanted to pay attention to me. So I think as much as it's important to, yes, be accountable when things like that happen, but just being very, one, mindful of our motive. Why are we actually telling certain people and are we telling it in a way that is dishonourable to our brother? And also just ensuring that we're not doing any unnecessary telling where we're telling people that don't need to know um, just for the sake of it, whether it be to embarrass the brother or again, like I said, to show that somebody was actually interested in courting us. Mm, So important. What if you're in a situation where this brother has told you that he likes you, you like him too, but you know for a fact that the Lord is saying no. How do you you deal with that situation? Um, I think coming to terms with it, because ultimately God knows everything. So you could just see the right now, the present. You can yeah. just see that everything is great. He seems like a nice guy. You have similar interests. But God can see your tomorrow. And God can see what may happen tomorrow with this person. And there might be elements of this guy that you do not, um, you don't know. Because the truth is, you don't know someone 100% until ultimately you're married, with, um, married to them. So there might be secret sins that he might be um, dealing with that you can't see. So... Whatever the situation is, whatever God is saying, I think you just need to come to terms with it. And it's not easy at at first, especially if this is your friend, you've been speaking to him often, um, you have a quote-unquote connection, you you really like this guy. It's not easy, but you just have to come to terms with the fact that God knows best and God Mm -hmm. sees your tomorrow and God knows why that can't continue. Yeah. And again, communicate that with grace and with love um, and communicate that to the brother, not in a way... Um, that will make him think that there is still a chance or not in a way that will make him think that, oh, maybe just in a few months, maybe if we pray about it and if we fast enough, the Lord will change his mind. Like, Mm -hmm. we're not doing any of that. Just be very clear and be very straightforward that this, the Lord has said no, 
and his plans for us are perfect and we both know this so I think we need some distance away from each other I think we need to honor each other in the fact of just not speaking as much and all of those things that we need to do yeah I think um going off what Gloria said earlier in terms of just really trusting God's sovereignty the scripture that came to mind was Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 where it talks about trusting the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths and I think it's so important because I think in the area of relationships we tend to not trust in the Lord we trust in the Lord for every other area whether it be finances our church our ministry our education but when it comes to our love life and choosing a spouse we do tend to lean on our own understanding and as much as marriage is a choice that is something that you stand before God and you make those vows to your spouse and it's very much a decision that needs to be guided by wisdom you definitely want the Holy Spirit's peace to be backing up your decision Mm -hmm. so I think when it comes to a situation where you like a guy back and he likes you but you really just do not feel the peace of God things may seem perfect on the surface or on paper but counselor either telling you something or the Lord has showed or revealed something or it may even be a circumstance where you just genuinely don't know why not Mm. but you just do not have the peace of the Holy Spirit um, on the inside of you I think it's very very um, wise to definitely not go forward with it and lean on the side of caution so the final point is now we're in a situation where it's great this guy said he likes you, you like him, and the Lord has said, yes, go ahead, you could potentially be your husband. How do you deal with that, moving from friendship now to courtship, now to engagement, even transitioning, because I think transitioning from friendship to courtship, for example, can be very difficult. Yeah. So I think when a guy likes you and you like him and you feel the leading of the Lord to pursue um, courtship um, with the intent to marry, with the um, possibility of marriage at the end, um, I think it's a matter of praying about it first. Sometimes we go into things with our heart way ahead of us, but just really praying and asking God for that peace, asking for clarity, asking for confirmation and speaking to accountability, um, speaking to people in that guy's life that know him well. Um, and that will tell you the truth. You know, often we go to the guy's friends, you know, they'll just pick up their, their friend and say, yeah, he's great, he does this, he does that. But maybe going to a ment- um, his mentor or going to his pastor, someone that knows him quite, w- um, knows him quite well. And um, just speaking to the people around you, um, I think entering from friendship to courtship, um, again, accountability is key. So maybe having a couple that you are both accountable to, a married couple that you're both accountable to, um, obviously placing boundaries and just constantly seeking God's face. Like courtship doesn't mean that you've made it and you can just say, thanks God, bye. No, you need God every step of the way, including in your marriage. So making sure that you're both pursuing God and you're still asking for God's peace and his clarity throughout the whole journey. Yeah, I think when you're talking transition from friendship or where there's that in-between stage where you guys may be considering courtship, I think it's really, really important, like Gloria said, to not be in isolation to not run ahead of yourself um, and immediately think that it's now you and him against the world and you don't have this, yeah, this isolated mindset, but you actually bring community, you invite wisdom, you invite counsel into that process. So like you were saying, talking to pastors, leaders, mentors, um, those around both of you that are able to actually give their input and give their opinion on whether this would really develop into a God-glorifying courtship and um, one-day marriage. 
Um, but I also think in that stage where there has been expressed interest and you guys are transitioning into a courtship, it's so important to remain sober. Um, I think one thing that needs to be at the forefront of that transition from friendship to courtship and even in the midst of courtship is remembering that you are not married, Mm. is remembering that you are not in covenant, you do not belong to one another. So there is still an element of God in your heart that needs to be in place, even as you grow in access emotionally, Mm. um, even as you're growing spiritually together, as you're connecting mentally together, all those connections can be happening, but you still need to have at the forefront of your mind that this is not yet my spouse. Mm. So I really think that's a way that we can still move honourably in that kind of awkward in-between stage where you guys are considering, okay, what are we going to be or what is this going to grow into? So I would definitely say that, but I I would also say to definitely make sure that your heart doesn't run ahead, um, Mm. even in that stage. I think think everything you both said is, is definitely important because sometimes when you've been single for a long time, it can be so easy, first of all, to just say no. Sometimes you can overestimate your self-control in the situation. So even when we are talking about boundaries, because you mentioned boundaries a minute ago, um, how do you put that in place? Who initiates the boundaries? Do I, as a female, say to him, like, now we're moving into courtship, these are the boundaries? Or do I wait for him to initiate and say, oh, this is what we should do? Um, I think you both do it. Ultimately, the guy does lead in purity, but these are conversations you should both have. So, for example... If he says something like, I don't mind us holding hands, but you know you're someone where you know if you hold his hand, like you're just gonna, your mind is just gonna run, run and end up somewhere else. So just being honest with each other and being honest with yourself. So with that example of holding hands, if that's something you're not comfortable with um, with doing, for example, letting him, letting him know that. Um, you're both in the relationship at the end of the day, so it's something that you should both talk about. He should speak about things that he's not comfortable doing and what you're not comfortable doing as well and come into that agreement if that makes sense so it's definitely a conversation you both need to have um also seeking counsel from other couples as well who have been through the courtship process asking them okay so what are the kind of boundaries that you guys have had obviously remembering that every couple is different um yeah just to add on to what you're saying the bible says you know if your eyes cause causes you to sing pluck it out um, sometimes our eyes might not cause us to sin, it might be our leg, but we might see other people plucking out their eyes and we're like, yeah, that's what we need to pluck out, we don't pay attention to the leg. Um, and ultimately, that that's where the problem comes in. So just because a couple has a certain boundary or don't have a certain boundary does yeah. not mean that then we as a couple must employ or not employ those boundaries. We need to talk about what is suitable for the both of us. Mm-hmm. How does this work with the both of us for example I know couples that have said you know my love language is words of affirmation so don't call me babe Mm. don't call me call me by my name you know let's make things simple um whereas for other couples that's not a problem but I think the most important thing is not to lie to yourself Mm. it's not to say to it's not to think that you're stronger than you are because that's where the problem comes in the bible says that he is standing be careful unless he falls Mm. so if you feel like you're standing still still be careful don't don't look at other people and be like well i'm at least i'm not falling like them because that's when pride comes to fall fall Mm. so being honest and being intentional in the boundaries that we're keeping thank you so much ladies for joining me um this This podcast series has been so amazing. Speaking about emotional purity, um, I think that there's a lot that the ladies have learned from the both of you. Where can they find you? 
Um, you can find me on Instagram at Caitlin Nunes, and then you can find me on Twitter at underscore Caitlin Nunes. You can find me on Instagram at Glorz M. That is G L O R Z M. Thank you. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to send me a message on Twitter at Tommy Comfort and Instagram at Tommy Comfort. Until next time. Thank you guys so much. Oh, that was good. It's a wrap. Oh, so good.